0: team, it's Mon and this is How's Your Head, an extension of the health classes you missed where I check in with everyday people and ask that very simple question, how's your head? We'll open up the conversation, break down the stigma and inspire you to check in with the people that you care about. Let's go. A quick disclaimer here, guys no one in these episodes is a mental health professional. If you are struggling with your mental health, please contact Lifeline on 131114 today or seek help from your local GP or other mental health professional. Look after yourselves. Hi, guys, welcome back to another How's Your Head episode. I have someone very exciting with me today. I've actually had a few requests for this person to come in, Hayley, the wonderful Haley. Now, you've just come off some stints of night shift as yes. well, so thank you so much for coming in. <laughs> My I pleasure. don't know how you do it. We are going to talk a little bit about that um, in a moment anyway, mm-hmm.
1: but Haley, how's your head? I'm going well. Yeah, it's so nice to be here, On My head is good. I feel like I was thinking like on the way over here of ways to describe and I feel like It's kind of like that scenario of like a duck on water. Everything looks fine above, but below, my mind's just all over the place. Okay, Um, I just, it's like there's just so, so much going on, I feel like, at the moment, in like just different aspects of life, and it's just... Busy, busy, busy. Busy, yeah. I feel like that's this time of year as
0: well, isn't it? For some reason, Uh you want winter to be chill. Mm -hmm. Like you want to be able to go home and just snuggle up and do nothing, whereas in the summer you're like, woohoo, let's go out. But I feel like this time of year is just absolutely crazy.
1: And I think it's like that sort of mid-year where people sort of realise, oh, my God, it's almost – it's the second half of the year and feel like you just got all this stuff you need to get done. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. Otherwise, it, it like, I, I am doing well, but it's just the chaos of mid-year, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And so how do you help yourself
0: when you're feeling like this? Is there something maybe that you add in? Mm-hmm. Or, like, what are the non-negotiables for your mental health in general? Um,
1: I think for me, I find running, like, really helpful. Like, there's, there's I wouldn't say, like, there's a specific goal with running that I'm working towards. It's more just I find it's so easy to, you don't have to think, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's just sort of, you run, you clear your head, come home and go back to what you were doing sort of thing. Um, So I find that to be really helpful for just clearing, clearing out my mind and getting a bit of like, I guess, a reset. Mm -hmm. I also find like, especially at the moment, like with my mind being so busy and I've got so much going on, I find sort of Rather than letting things sit and build up in your head, getting them out. So whether that's like talking to friends, talking to family, um, talking to a psychologist um, or even just like journaling and getting thoughts or feelings out on paper or out speaking to someone um, really helps because then it's not just sitting there and I guess, like eating you up sort of yeah. thing. So I find that as well to be something that's really helpful Yeah. Um, for me. Lovely. Yeah. I love yeah. that running.
0: Mm. Anyone mm-hmm. who has listened to this for a while will know yes. I'm bloody, I'm a runner now. Yeah. I'm a runner. And I totally agree. I feel mm. like running is one of those things, which exercise in general, right? But when yep. I went to gym, I still had my phone like very close to me. Yeah. And so I could check it between sets and things like that. Whereas I feel like running Number one, it's so hard sometimes, just randomly. Yep. You can set out to go for an easy run and your body will just mm-hmm. be like, uh uh-uh. uh, we're yep. going to feel like we're dying today. <laughs> yep. And so you're almost forced to be mindful because yeah. you're like, all right, even if you're listening to something, like you have to be like, okay, breathe, focus on this, let's yep. fix this so my stitch goes away. <laughs> like <laughs> whatever right. it is. I love that, though, that that just mm. clears your mind. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I've been, um, I've been training a lot recently and I can feel it the days that I don't yep. do it now, which is – it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy yep. the impact that it can have on you. And I also love the element of talking about support there mm. too and mm-hmm. like talking to people. And even if maybe that's, you know, not what you feel comfortable with, there is like journaling and those yep. options and stuff too, which is oh, – we talk about yep. that all the time on here as well, how yes. important that is and how good it is to get into a routine with that. Yeah. Um. Do you feel like – do you journal to any particular prompts or do you just kind of write what you're feeling?
1: Um, usually with journaling, I I wouldn't say like there's specific prompts. It's just if I just feel like I need to get something out, um, I just start writing about whatever it is. But there's a thing that my housemate Cass and I sometimes do where it, I wouldn't say it's it's not so much more of like when there's something that's bothering you it's just more of like a regular sort of I guess like check-in that we do is like it's like I guess it's to do with sort of gratitude and it's asking each other like what's something good you see heard you saw heard felt and did in a day sort of thing I love that and it gets you to like sort of think like at the end of the day you know you might have felt like it was no specific sort of special day but when you look back and you can think of like something you saw, whether it was something like literally as simple as, I don't know, like a a dog on a walk or something. Yeah. And it puts things into perspective like actually today was a really good day. And so I think that's more like of a prompt sort of thing that I guess I sort of use to really just sort of help... At the end of the day, yeah. No, yeah. I really like yeah. that.
0: And that cast that we just mentioned, yes. that you just mentioned, is the cast that did come on this yes. podcast already as well. Yep. So <laughs> she had some absolutely awesome advice too, and I I love that. Yeah, I really really like. So it was see, heard, felt, and did, and did. Yes, and then you
1: can also add on eight. Like if there's oh. something <laughs> if there's something nice, absolutely. you ate. Absolutely, yep. we um we'll add that on. Food is happiness, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I
0: really like that because then you are actively focusing on the small things which I guess is the whole point of mindfulness and gratitude right is you want to focus on the things that are right in front of you and I think that is such a big thing as someone who really Mm. I'm a massive Mm overthinker and I really have struggled with that in the past actively practicing gratitude you end up noticing it without even meaning yeah. to in the end too it, it almost becomes changed. like second nature yeah it yeah. changed it absolutely actually, I say that right it yes. changes your mindset <laughs> I know yeah but we have wow, been telling us this for years
1: <laughs> and it does work believe it or not it
0: actually <laughs> changes your mindset yes. who would have thought no that's awesome I really like that yeah that's so- something that I feel like people could do with their
1: housemate their yeah. partner their families their kids absolutely. whatever or even like sometimes i would. As you, as you were saying, like it becomes second nature and I'll find myself just laying in bed and thinking of it sort of thing, yeah. like what happened during the day. And it is, it's just a really nice way to end the day, no matter how, how it went.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I love it. I'm definitely going to steal that and put that into practice, I reckon. Yeah. Awesome. So I mentioned at the start that Mm -hmm. you have just come off some night shifts. Yes. um, Bit of a block there. Yes. Now you are a neonatal nurse, Mm which I was saying before, I just kept getting so (laughs) tongue-tied. Trying to say that, neonatal nurse. The alliteration is insane. Yeah. Um, How, first of all, can you explain Mm -hmm. what you do Mm day-to-day and also can you Kind of
1: tell us a little bit about how that impacts your mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm studying at the moment as well. Um. In the same area. Yeah. Um. But basically, so I work in the neonatal ICU, which is neonatal meaning babies, sort of in their first twenty-eight days of life. Yeah. Um. And so that's mainly looking after babies that are born quite premature, and so need medical help um, or babies that are born term that um, become unwell for whatever reason. So it's, every day is very different depending on how busy the unit is and what sort of patients we have. But it definitely, like it's a very rewarding job, but also very challenging. And I think in terms of how it affects like the job, how it affects your mental health, it has positives and negatives. Um, Definitely like I always sort of think have I gone into the right career sort of thing and have I you know should I have done something else or whatever but I think every job has positives and negatives Uh and in ours it's very very positives and very very negatives. Yeah. And I think you know as you can imagine in working in that field like there are a lot of really sad things that you see or experience Um, and it's about sort of, I find, trying to leave work at work which can be really hard because you go home and you think of certain families or babies and you just think, you know, I wonder what, what's going on, what's happening, um, what could I have done better? But trying as best as I can to, you know, if there's something going on during a shift or something that's happened during a shift, speaking to someone at work before I go home yeah, um, and sort of, you know, talking things out. And sometimes it's as simple as being like, do you think I did the right thing, you know, when I did this? And your colleague will be like, absolutely, like, there's nothing you could have done different. It's just sort of I think like I myself can be quite, quite critical of yeah. like what I do and I always sort of think whether there's something I could have done better but talking to colleagues, talking to, you know, managers and things like that, sometimes I'll talk to mum on the way home and just sometimes it's you're not needing someone to solve something for you, you're just needing someone to listen. Yeah. Um, so I think, again, sort of just talking talking it out with people but especially like colleagues who do understand what you're talking about is really helpful yeah but yeah it's it's challenging but it's good yeah wow and look
0: whack. we talk about nurses my mum's a nurse and I've said this before on this podcast that they are a special kind of person just Mm -hmm. like you are right and uh, I mean working with little babies as well. Obviously, any patient, you will have family and and people connected to that person to also have a relationship mm. with in that instance. But I feel like there is just something so different about taking care of such a little yeah. tiny human who, you know, the parents would just have so much love for them. Yeah. Of course, anyone right yep. can, can have that love. But I I think that there is something very, very special about the work that you do. Yeah. And I definitely think that It takes a very special kind of person to do that. Um, So, thank you, first of all, for you know sticking with that and doing it. Because I, yeah, I, I mean, I know you in Mm -hmm. in, in most (laughs) ways, right? Like we've been friends for a little while, and I know your your basis of your personality, and I feel like that is something that just really suits yeah. you and I thank feel like you. you are just that very caring kind of person and I know talking even I spoke to Cass as well mm. and she goes oh my god you just have to get Hayley on here <laughs> because you know it, the work that you do is is very interesting yeah. as well and yeah. just thank you I like that talking to people at work about mm. it too mm-hmm. I guess to give you that reassurance from someone who understands yeah. right and yeah. I think that's super important do you get any additional support from work in that way do they offer anything there yeah
1: so we have um I think like quite a lot of organizations have it but um we have like what's called a EAP so it's like an employee assistance program which to be honest I haven't used before but I know people have used it and have said it's really good um and they sort of provide like counseling and things like that that you can access 24 7 for me I just because I have my own psychologist I'm happy to just talk to her when I need to Yeah. Um, but that support is always there yeah, if we need great. it and if there is sort of something big that does happen, um, the hospital will organise like a group sort of, I guess, um, debrief just to discuss everything that's happened sort of thing so that is helpful too. Yeah. yeah,
0: and this might be a really stupid question. How often does that need to happen? Um... Like I'm not across yeah, any, like I, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm yeah, i so out of yeah, touch I guess with yeah. any of this kind of thing. I think a lot of people, it's, it's one of those areas and we always say it to the parents as well, like you don't, you have no idea what's going on behind, like you don't even, like a lot of people don't even know that sort of ward exists until yeah. you're, you're in there as a yeah. patient, like as a family member or a staff member. I because I've only moved up to ICU this year. Um, I haven't had to do many, and those sort of debriefs are mainly for when there's been something that's really impacted um, staff members, whether it's sort of just been a sudden deterioration or something that w- wasn't expected. Yeah. Um. So it just really depends on on what's going on.
0: Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I know you said you like to keep work at work. Mm-hmm. D- Do you ever find that it's really, really hard to separate yourself, especially
1: from the families and the parents? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think there's certain patients, you know, there's certain patients that I'll, and families, I'll never forget, you know, and I think of them often and wonder, you know, what's going on and how are they doing, sort of thing. Um, And I think that there's no, like, there's no point beating yourself up about that and thinking, I just need to get my mind off that, like that's just human nature, yeah. you know. Um, I think someone said that to me once, it's just you can try as much as you want but sometimes there's things that affect you because you're human, you yeah. know, and it's just about sort of knowing that you did all you could for that, for that family. And um, just sort of trying to find peace with it, yeah. I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. but I feel like that's a testament to your character as well, right? Yeah, like, thank you. Yeah, but I, I do. I, I think it's absolutely incredible and that would be such, uh, like you said, mm. hard job. Yep. Also, of course, a rewarding job because like yes. you said, there are positives. Yes. I know I've kind of absolutely. focused on a little bit of the negative stuff here, but... There are of course yes. positives. Now do you get to like stay in do they do people give you updates and do you get to stay in touch with any of these families and, um, and things? So we like some
1: babies will stay with us for up to over a hundred days. So we'll wow. see them from yeah, wow. you know, when they were teeny tiny to when they're off all support and getting ready to go home, which is lovely. Yeah. Um, but then we'll also get families that will send through photos on, you know, milestone birthdays and things like that and just let us know how they're going and everything so which is really really nice and especially like you know if you're having a hard day being able to look like we've got in the tea room a board that has all these photos and messages from families and looking at that I think sort of makes you realize why we do what we do sort of thing you know to although there is hard situations when there are families that you know go home and have a baby that you know gets to their do their first birthday and all that sort of stuff, it really, really is positive and Yeah, that's yeah. really
0: lovely. I yeah, I really, really like that, I yeah. think. Yeah. Oh isn't that yeah, isn't that so nice? Yeah. That you you can have that reminder and I think, yeah, any job that you need that. That's almost yeah. I mean, that's that's good in a job like nursing, I guess, because you've got that like physical yes. physical evidence you that like say, I am doing a yes. good thing and I'm doing the right thing and despite any of the hard stuff that goes on, yeah. There's a purpose and a reason to what we're doing and, and Absolutely. You know, it, it does work out sometimes most yeah. of the time, hopefully. Yes, which is yes. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I wanna know a time
1: that you were really proud of yourself. I feel like it was probably getting the job that I did as a nurse. I think like I went into nursing wanting to do that, wanting to do neonatal nursing, and I actually had a teacher or like a lecturer at uni sort of say to me, you know, if I was you, I wouldn't be doing that. I don't think it's a good idea sort of thing. And that really stuck with me because I was like, well, the only reason I did nursing was to do neonatal nursing. And it put a lot of doubt in my mind, but to go straight into my grad year and work in the area that I wanted to when, you know, I had been told it was probably not a good idea and yeah. finding out that I really loved it, I think that was a moment where I was like, okay, I made the right decision and I think it was also like a testament to the fact that like the hard work during uni had paid off. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, Yeah, probably that. Yeah. Amazing. And so why do you think your lecturer said that? I have no idea. It's really I feel weird. like she had maybe worked – in the area and didn't like it herself, or yeah. I'm not too sure. It's strange as yeah. a teacher now. I
0: don't think I would ever say to someone who has a passion for something, "Yeah, no, nah, you shouldn't do that." Do it, you know. That's, a, that's so a, weird, especially because you're already in the field. You're at yeah, uni, you're studying like, that entire thing, and it it's needed. Yeah, in every, I mean, everywhere, yeah. nursing, right? But yep. yeah, that's so weird. That's um, strange. Yeah, and you know what? It's good because that is a bit of like a. Stuff you to that person to be like, look where I am now, working in a place I really want to work and doing wonderful things every day and enjoying it, you know, and feeling purpose behind that and feeling like you're in the place that you're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there you go. There's another (laughs) example of not listening to the doubters. Yes, maybe,
1: absolutely. Um, And I don't
0: know. Maybe she was trying to. Save your feelings or something. I have something. no idea. Maybe no, just
1: having a bad day. Yeah, it's just grumpy. Yeah, you know what? No Probably excuses. Probably just grumpy. <laughs> no excuses. I, no, yeah, I don't do that. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I
1: want to know some relationships that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have a lot of really nice relationships that I am grateful for. Obviously, like I've got a quite a I'm an only child, but mm-hmm. I have a large extended family, which You know, I see quite often. It's nice as an only child to have a larger sort of extended family that you can see, and got a lot of aunts and uncles and cousins and stuff, which is really nice. But also, I've got a lot of friends in different sort of groups, I guess. So it's nice having lots of sort of very different people that you can see and speak to and whatnot. You know, I've got Cass, my housemate that I live with, and. I think like that's a really special friendship just that it's literally, I think she said it on the podcast, but it's literally just like having a sleepover every single night with your friend. Like we just, yeah, we have a lot of fun. Um, So nice. Yeah, yeah. And then I've also got friends at work, which they help me a lot. And um, it's nice as well to sort of, I describe sort of going to work as like seeing your friends as well, you know, like when when it's a place where you can you know, have fun and be with people that you enjoy their company. It makes a big, big difference. And then, like, we have really fun neighbours too. Yes, in we yeah. are in an apartment that, like, in our apartment <laughs> building, like, there's they're all – we're probably the youngest in the building by, like, maybe 10 years, mm-hmm. but it's just basically, like – Having like our parents around, sort of thing, and they just like they're always messaging us and seeing what we're up to, and they're always so excited, you know, if we're going out or whatever, they want to hear all about it. So yeah. even just like we're, like we're not very close with them, but even like, for, like small relationships like that, it's um it's really nice. That is yeah. really <laughs> lovely. I yep.
0: going to your apartment once and we. I think we always just take the stairs but we're in (laughs) front of the lifts and on the lift door there was like this note like someone had dropped a bag of flour and it was like who do you think's gonna clean this the magic cleaning fairies or something there was like door
1: 24 or something I was like yeah this is so
0: good like these These sassy old people living signs around it's so
1: funny (laughs) that's so good um and like initially like there's been a few things that happened in the building and I was always worried that they thought it was us because we were like the young ones in the building, but now that... You know they've realised that we're on their side. <laughs> like I We are just yeah. as old souls, new guys friends. Are. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> yep. But oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good, and I'm sure you guys are wonderful neighbours. They probably saw yes. young girls moving in and thought, Oh, oh my god, god, what is going to happen? But you yep. very respectful. Yes. <laughs> yes, even with lots of people over, <laughs> yes. try and be quiet. They've yep. <laughs> never had a noise
1: complaint, so no. <laughs> no, that's good. Oh, that's
0: probably because you made that relationship exactly. With, so yeah. they're like, Ah, oh, that's all right, We'll let this yes. slide. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like that. Only child things. I actually didn't know Mm. you were an only child. Yes. Um, yes. How did you grow growing up as an only child? I'm interested in Um, that. Someone with two siblings in the middle. Yeah. Pretty hectic. I know. Um, Yeah. How was was that?
1: Yeah. So I, like growing up, especially as a kid, I begged my parents, even up until like, I reckon at age 10, I was like, give me a sibling. And I was actually... an IVF baby. So mum and dad struggled Mm. with um, conceiving. And so like I was born in 96 and back then – there wasn't as much support around for it. Yeah, um, no way. It wasn't as spoken about and there wasn't as much funding for it. So it was very expensive. And they they actually told me a few years ago they did try again after I was born, but it just it was getting too expensive and it's yeah, a, like an emotional toll too. Yeah. Um so that was the reason why I was an only child and why I never had any other siblings so yeah growing up it was hard because like I'd see all my friends and you know they always had someone to play with but as I grew older I think I realized the positive was that I became really close with my parents yeah. um, because they were the ones that I spoke to they were the ones that I played with sort of thing so I did develop that really close relationship with them and I think it also it makes you I guess, more like you become independent from an early age um, because you are doing things a lot more on your own sort of thing. So, you're used to spending time on your own and doing things without a sibling around. But it also made me closer, I guess, with friends and family and stuff like that because – I was constantly, you know, mum and dad were always reaching out to other people and being like, do you want to come over and play and things like that? So I always had friends over for sleepovers like most weekends, you know, in school and I got like, yeah, got to build a lot of really nice relationships. So although I still think it would have been lovely to have a sibling, it's kind of now I'm able to look at the positives of that, you know. I guess it's that classic thing of you can't change what's happened and – you know, you just got to look at what what the positives were with it, which there there were a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: that's yeah. really nice. I I do like that. I think that's that's nice. you little miracle baby yeah. for them. That's lovely. Yeah. And that is true. I feel like, well, this is like so general. Yeah. I mean very general, but I yep. feel like only children because you grow up playing probably with adults more mm. sometimes. So obviously yeah. You've got friends and everything. Yep. It's not like you're just like yeah around adults twenty four seven. Yeah. But. Yeah, it does seem like a bit more independence. And, yeah. and as someone I grew up with, my brother who's only 18 months younger than me and people used to think we were twins and yeah, like, yep. I used to get mad about it and blah, blah, blah. But we like literally grew up on each other's hips. So it was yep. like, well, yeah, it's so different. It's, yeah. it's weird, it's the, so... the family dynamic. And in saying that, right, like people have siblings who they're not close with yeah. as well. So it's it just totally depends. Yeah, and,
1: yeah it's, but I it's, mean, like, it's also like that classic thing of – Although like we grew up in the same area and with the same sort of, I guess, like schooling and everything like that, the difference of having a sibling to not having a sibling would be so different, mm. you know, like, yeah, I was, yeah, I just can't imagine how different things would be if I did have one. Yeah, um, yeah, it's weird weird to think about. Yeah, it's really nice. Yep. So that, oh, like you said at the start, you've got a, quite a big extended, or just before
0: ex- extended family and everything. Yeah, um, yep. which is really nice. So like lots of cousins and yeah, yeah. Yep. See,
1: and they're like siblings. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, my you one can of have my exact cousins same
0: relationship.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she. Um, She's three weeks older than me, so oh, we are so like, like we were twins. mistaken as twins, literally. Oh, that's so sweet, all growing up. Um, and so I'm really sh- she pretty much like was my sister growing yeah. up, and she's also an only child. So we yeah, wow. spent a lot of time together, she had each
0: other, literally. You yes, yeah, and yeah. and that's that's so lovely, like yeah. how beautiful. And you like that is one of those things where maybe if you had a sibling you might not have had that close relationship exactly. with her or whatever else. And yep. yeah, oh, I really love that. Yeah. I think that's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Family dynamics. So Just interesting. One little thing. I mean, little yeah. thing. It's a whole person. But <laughs> yep. it can change yep. so much, you know. Absolutely. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Final question. Mm-hmm. Song and or songs. Yes. That get you up and about when you're feeling a little bit down.
1: Um, there's one song in particular that... Cass and I usually play. It's always in the morning and you probably haven't heard of it. It's called The Affirmation Song by... Is this by, by Snoop Dogg? By Snoop oh Dogg. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> yes. It's, yes. I think it's actually by, like, I think he goes by Doggyland or something. That is that, so
0: funny. It's
1: so funny. This is so good. I think I, can, I only came across this on, like, TikTok really randomly yeah. one time. Like, hilarious. Cass mm. came across it somehow. I have no idea. But now we play it all the time. See you guys in your kitchen in the morning, <laughs> yeah. like, having a boogie to that. Yeah. I love that. It's great. That song is, yeah, really. And I think because it's Snoop Dogg as well, it just, like. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. I love that guy. What else? I've been listening to a lot of Taylor Swift lately. Oh, did you get tickets? No, no, I didn't apply. I didn't try it for tickets. but (laughs) I love that apply. Like we're all like, (laughs) yeah, it's like an application. Yeah. What else? I like that song. I think it's Delilah by Fred. Again, I'll pull me out of this. Yes, that's a really good song. Cool. Yeah.
0: Cool, that's awesome. I'll chuck some best of Taylor. I'll chuck that affirmation. Yes, Yes. you have to put that on. Yes, Yes. I love it. That's great. And look, if anyone is wondering what we're adding to, it's called the How's Your Head Pump Up Music Playlist. It's great. I listen to it literally every day. I love it. Good for a run. It's so good. And like it's just like a really good... Different, like you're never gonna get the same genre or anything. Like it's all just like (laughs) so so random. It is very random, but it's good. It's good fun. There's there's a story behind all of them. So if you listen to these episodes. Think you can it, kind of connect that story somewhere. yeah <laughs> it's nice it's nice yeah well thank you that. so much for coming oh, on today you. taking the time especially after your your shifts and everything and <laughs> and coming into richmond and having a chat with me i really bloody appreciate it oh, i think you. this was really good i obviously i haven't had any neonatal nurses yes <laughs> i'm getting really good at saying it yes now. i haven't had anyone like that on here before and i think it's really interesting and again Thank you for doing Thank what you, you do. You. Um, I, you know, I think anyone listening to this will be like, "Geez,
1: you're an absolute saint." <laughs> and. Um, Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mon. It's been so fun. See ya. See ya.
0: Hey team, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It would be a huge help for me and the health classes you missed if you could like, follow or subscribe wherever you are listening. And of course, if you want to keep learning and stay up to date with me, make sure you come and follow me at the health classes you missed on Instagram or THCYM. And how's your head on TikTok? I've actually got two TikTok accounts now. So make sure you follow both of those to get all of that content. Thanks, guys. See you later.